Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Smallest Box Possible. I am your host, Jason Robinson, the founder and uh, chief janitor at Free Radical Labs. Uh, today, we are super excited because guess who's back? It's Nick. What's going on, Nick? Hey, how you doing, uh, Chief Janitor? How's, how's, how's your day? <laughs> <laughs> people get so people get so kind of weirded out when I say that, and I'm like, y'all don't y'all don't even know the half. Right. <laughs> I clean up a lot. <laughs> I clean up. I clean up a lot. Generally, you know, I'm the one that makes makes a fair number of the messes, but I'm also the one that cleans up a fair number of the messes. Um, man, we had a great response last time you were on, and uh, I saw something the other day, and I was like, man, we need to get Nick back to talk about this. And I think today, I haven't really thought of a, a catchy title um, for the episode yet, but really today we need to talk about. If you're going to put yourself out there, if you're going to say, hey, you know, use me for this service, don't use a generic email address. And by generic, we mean don't don't use, you know, don't say, you know, my name is John Smith at Gmail dot com or Sally Sue at Yahoo dot com, because immediately it doesn't make you look like a business. Am I wrong, Nick? No, no, you're totally right. I think, you know, there's a there's a a big difference between getting an email from uh, Tim Cook at Gmail dot com and. Tim Cook at Apple.com, you know? Only one of you, them you, I would send my social security number to. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, Tim probably doesn't need you to send it to him at this point. <laughs> I know. He's like, what does this peasant want with me? Um, I think in, I think that's something that's so lost because, especially in, in these digital remote days, I think people don't see what that says um, in terms of the initial first impression because that's that's really big. Um, if you're trying to make that first impression and you say, Hey, I've got, you know, this service and I, you know, I want you to contact me at, you know, I'm a stud at gmail.com. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think that lends itself well to, um, to that, to that initial, um, to that, to that initial, um, uh, first impression. It's just, it's, it's so crazy. I mean, it's like back when I used to work in industry and just the borderline obscene email addresses people put on their on on their resumes and then that kind of carries over into you know i see posts all the time on small business on small business group posts and they're saying hey you know i'm a financial planner contact me at yahoo.com and immediately the two in my mind the two things don't go together they they just don't right it's it's all about brand trust right like you when you first introduce yourself to someone, you know, you want the credentials you provide to, to give them a feeling like, yeah, I could do business with this person and it's not going to be bad for me. Uh, especially in a business to business, uh, a B2B environment, right? You wouldn't want to go to a provider, uh, you know, somebody who's a supplier of yours or somebody who's going to be a customer and provide them with an email address that says, oh, this person isn't serious, right? You, you want to portray an image that says, yeah, I'm in business, I know what I'm doing, and I take this seriously. So providing your Hotmail account <laughs> is not going to achieve that. Uh, except, you know, there, I think there's one, there's one case where, the, where that might be okay. Rocket Mail? Anyway. Gmail. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, we are so old. <laughs> are we are we using CompuServe still and Prodigy? I got some discs. Uh, 
there's, I think there's one one situation only where it could make sense to have a Gmail or a Yahoo or whatever. And that's if part of your brand image is that you have sort of a gorilla, you know, underground thing going on. And if, if your, if your brand is, you know, we're, we're the underdogs, we're the outsiders, then maybe having a Gmail might, might work because it feels a little less official, but most of us don't have that, right? None, not a lot of us can get away with, with that sort of, uh, outsider outcast feel in our brand. And so it doesn't work for most of us. You know, 99.9% of businesses need to feel like real businesses in order to be successful. And so if, if you're one, of, if you're one of the random rare cases where that's not you, great, fine. But you know, we're talking to 99.9% of everybody else out there. Get your own domain name and put your how's your email there. Yeah. And I, and I was looking around because it's really easy for us to say, go do this. And, um, full disclosure, uh, the, the podcast smallest box possible is in no way affiliated with or sponsored by Namecheap. But, uh, I use Namecheap, uh, to, to buy domains, um, for clients and everything else instead of hosting. And I was looking and you can, so a domain, what a domain will run you, what, 10 bucks a year, right? And now you can even less if you go the go to the right place. I mean, oh yeah, you got to shop around, and there's always coupons. But I mean, ten bucks right. a year. If you can't if you can't swing that, you need to reevaluate. Um, you know the whole notion of wanting to be in business. But further, they have email add-on packages that you can get, and they're like two dollars a month. Yeah, and it's like legitimate. Well, you know, pop three email, um, which is kind of the standard, which will integrate into your. You know, you can just add it into your Gmail. And Gmail is well behaved enough to respond, you know, as the email address that the email came in. Um, so I, I I don't want people to think that this is something so complex. But in terms of that first impression, that first impression is huge. And if you're if you're like, hey, I ultimately want you know to I want you to entrust me with all of your retirement savings, and you're like, hey, um, you know, I'm. I'm a Sally Sue Bob Jr. at uh, Yahoo.com. I'm that doesn't even if your name is Sally Sue Bob Jr. It's I'm not going to really trust you because it just in the modern era, it just doesn't feel right. It has that it has that feel of, you know, I am Amazon, you know, I am Amazon um, customer service and there's been, uh, there's, there's an issue with your account or my personal favorite yesterday. I literally got three calls in five minutes from Apple. And I was like, dude, I haven't had an Apple product in since 2011. So please stop calling me. Was it, was it, it wasn't really Apple, right? It was, it was, you know, I asked, I asked to speak to Tim Cook, but they were like, he was busy, but I, I think <laughs> it's, well, and the, and the second guy just hung up on me, but I think wow. it's I think it's something that oh they're jerks now they are absolutely <laughs> jerks but I think it, it it's kind of the same thing though it it doesn't it doesn't lend itself well to the notion of credibility if you if your email address doesn't at least on some level look professional you know and 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 the thing that I know is from from my from my industrial working corporate days is that there are fortune 500 companies that use Gmail or use G suite and their email literally looks like your 
you know, your regular Gmail account. There's, mm-hmm. It's just a corporate setup. So you don't have to stray so far away from the familiar because even, you know, for your radical labs, we run G Suite. And so it's the same, you know, I can, sh- I could shove it in with my personal. I, in- I intentionally choose not to, cause I really don't want, I don't want there to be a hiccup, um, yeah. in, in the email addressing. Cause that's something that I'm very, very, um, I'm very meticulous about is like making sure the right emails come from the right email addresses, but it's, it's possible to have that same level of familiarity, that same level of everything, but just routing it through something that is ultimately going to cost you about $3 a month. And is the question you have to ask yourself is from a cost benefit analysis is, is that $3 a month worth it to look professional? Right. Yeah. The, the, I, I like to think of it like in, in terms of phone numbers back in the eighties, uh, when, when your zip code, when your area code mattered, uh, if, if you were a business and part of your brand was we're the local, you know, Athens, Georgia business for this. If you have an area code that is not an Athens area code, that's going to say something to your, your, your audience, your market, right? That, that says, well, you're not really the Athens business. And I think, and, that's, I think that's still true to some degree today. Although I think Athens is a weird, is a weird thing just because, there are so many people that for whatever reason have Atlanta Metro area code numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that's as big of a deal, but just like with me, if I don't, you know, everybody knows I've got the, I've got a four or five cell number because I've, right. I've had it. I don't know a thousand years since I was in graduate school and I'm not, I mean, why change it now? Yeah. But well, I mean, it, you know, I have a, I have an Atlanta area code from college still. And th- that, that works, that works fine for us as smaller businesses where we really are, we're, it's not just that uh, for, in our case, it's not just that the number is uh, for the business, but you know, we're, we, you and me, we are, uh, you know, 90% of the businesses uh, in our cases. So it's not as big a deal, but if you have say a salon or uh, a, a printing press and your number is not, from the area where you are operating and the, and working with other local businesses is a big part of your brand and how you, how you work, you're selling yourself short. You need, you, you probably could be gaining a little bit more trust and having people uh, feel a little more comfortable with you. If your area code on your phone number matched the locality, because most people who want to do business with a local business will catch on to stuff like that. It's it's really simple. Even in these times when everybody and their mother gets their cell phone number in, you know, high school or college or even younger nowadays. Uh, and then they move around over a few, <laughs> over a few years and then they settle someplace and, you know, you've got your Nome, Alaska area code, but you live in Dakota, South Dakota. Uh, you know, I think people and people are familiar with that. And so on a personal level, they're okay with it. But with a business that's supposed to be more than just one or two people, I feel like they expect and want a business to have a number that fits in with the area that they're supposed to be serving. And that kind of comfortability is the same thing with email. You, you know, your brand has to present a seriousness and, a, and and not necessarily serious in like a, you know, I'm a guy in a tuxedo kind of way, but like a, a seriousness about 
business, about being in business, serving your customers, you know, working with your suppliers, you have to seem like you're, you're about that life. And if your email is jim at yahoo.com, that doesn't sound like you're in this for the long haul. That sounds like you just started and you haven't taken the time yet to figure out what to call your business or to get time to get a website or any of that stuff that a serious business would have. And that's going to, that, that lends itself to credibility because there, I look at that and you know, if it's, if it's some kid walking dogs, that's, that's one thing. But if it's, you know, the perfect, the perfect example is someone that I, I, that I know, uh, they started, um, they started training athletes and they had a business card. And if you are at a point where you have a business card, your business card needs to have a professional, um, needs to have a professional email address. No, if, ands, buts about it. If you are, if you are advertising yourself as some sort of professional, your business card should have a professional, professional email address. Because if you're telling me that you are some, you know, you're some great marketer, and you have, and, and you're like, yeah, it's Jim Bob at uh, gmail.com. I'm not, <laughs> I don't think you're that good of a marketer. Like I just, right. I just don't. And going back to the, going back to the phone thing with me having a four or five, you know, four or five area code. I mean, that's like, it's, it's become like scammer central. Um, like that's the area code that nobody really, nobody really wants. But on top of that, uh, yesterday I had to call someone about setting up a wholesale, you know, trying to set up a wholesale for a client. And I called, I made the mistake of calling from my cell number without activating my Google voice number, which is something I want to touch on just a second, um, <laughs> without swapping over to my Google voice number, which is a 706 number. And they didn't answer the phone. Two seconds later, I called back from the 706 number like, Hey, you know, I'm so-and-so with so-and-so. And it's, right. it's almost instant because we all know that look when your phone rings, buzzes, vibrates, whatever you got your phone set to, and you don't know that number and it's not from an mm-hmm. area code that you know, you're, you, if you're doing good, if you, if you send it straight to voicemail, cause a lot of times you're just going to put it down. You're not going to look at it, but right. I think there's that same kind of visceral reaction or there should be if, you know, especially if you're talking about business to business, if, you know, Business to, you know, B2C, like you said, if you're like some super gorilla underground, whatever, I could see a case where you're like, okay, cool. But if, if you're, if you're B2B, there's no way there is no, you have no chance um, yeah, absolutely. of doing that because I'm like, if you don't, if you don't have this, then what else don't you have? Yeah, that's exactly what your, your potential customers thinking, especially in the B2B uh, arena, because there are other larger full service, more established businesses waiting to take that business, right? They don't have to, your, you know, your potential customer doesn't have to do business with you. And if you don't feel like a real business, there's a business out there that does. So, you know, you, you better put on the full armor <laughs> uh, as it were uh, of a real business. You, you need to have a, you know, a proper phone number, a, a proper website, a proper email address. And those things ought to work all the time. <laughs> Gird yourself uh, and, with an EIN. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, true. It's true, though. I, I don't, and I, I hate to see, I hate to see people that have good business ideas just get swept by the wayside because they make that initial impression that kind of makes you clench a little bit to be like, eh, I don't know about this. Like, yeah, you know, they're, and, I think if if you're dealing, I think if you're kind of in that, 
in that space where I find myself where you have a lot of new and emerging businesses and it's kind of like that safer space to be like, Hey, you know, I'm new, you know, like they're like, Oh, I'm new in town and I do this. Okay. That's cool. But if, if you're not new, if you've been here a while and you're saying, Hey, you know, I, you know, my favorite, my favorite example, I cut grass. I might, uh, you know, I might actually let grass cutting slide. I'm, I might, if it's just, you know, I'm trying to support, you know, someone small and local, I might let that yeah. slide for a little bit, but there's the, there's very little room for error beyond that. Um, especially because if you think about like any other service provider, like a plumber, absolutely not electrician. Absolutely not. You can, you could, you could flood my house. You can set fire to my house. You could do all these things. And if you yeah. don't have a website, I'm wondering, do you have insurance? Right. Yeah. I think there's there's a level, right? I think kind of what you're alluding to is there's there's sort of a, a line that once you cross, people expect a certain level of professionalism from you. So sure, if you're a teenager who mows lawns in the neighborhood, nobody's going to care if you have a personal email address at Gmail or whatever. You're a kid. Uh, if you are two months into starting your business, nobody's going to say, oh, well, you know, Sally doesn't have her website up and her, you know, proper domain name set up for her email. I can't possibly do business with her. You know, it's, we, I think people generally feel like the the younger, newer businesses, yeah, you need time to get yourself set up. But, you know, if you've been in business for a year, if you have clients walking through the door every day, if you're doing business with suppliers on a regular basis, on a quarterly basis, monthly basis, why don't you have those things set up? And if you don't, what your, you know, what your potential customer is thinking when they see a Gmail address or a Hotmail address uh, or a weird phone number or a less than active website is they're thinking, oh, is this safe for me to do business with this person? If they're not keeping... Yeah, I mean, if they're not taking the time to just do this basic stuff, you know, what's what's their service going to be like? What's their products going to be like? If you get to and a so, point, yeah, if you get to a point where you have somebody else that's working in the business, there is no reason whatsoever that email to email should be Gmail to Gmail. <laughs> yeah, if you're in the same if you're in the same business, like you need to just go ahead and you need to be like, okay. I mean, even, even things like we run, you know, we run G suite. It's not that bad. It, you know, it can be, if it can be a situation where you might just want to pay someone to get it all set up and be like, here you go. But you know, if you have a weekend, it's really, it, it's really not that bad, especially if you're in the somewhat techie, you know, if you're in a, in a, in a techie space, um, like, you know, something like marketing or social media or management or something like that, you should be able to figure that out. But if that's not your wheelhouse, you definitely need to punt, but you definitely need to make sure that you have that. Because one of the things, too, that people, I think people look beyond is if you input an email address wrong and you're trying to send it, you know, from one person to the other, that email will go out. If you put in the wrong email, um, it'll go out and you might send something that you don't want other people to know. And especially if it's like, oh, I'm sending this to John Smith and it should have been John Smith one, uh, yeah. John Smith, the original now is reading your email. Yep. Oh, and, I, 
I get all kinds of wonderful things at my personal Gmail account uh, with my comment. You know, Turner's not exactly a, a unique name, and neither is Nick. So <laughs> <laughs> I get all sorts of stuff for Nicole. I get I get things. I get emails for Netflix for some woman who lives in Australia, and apparently there's just not a good enough wall between Gmail Australia and US Gmail. <laughs> so I get her I get her weekly Netflix email. <laughs> They're like, "Ma'am, we've noticed you've been heavy on the Bridgerton." <laughs> Is there something you want to tell us? Um, I think it's I I think also it it does protect you from. It, it protects you in a certain way. And again, we're not sponsored by Gmail. We're not sponsored by Google by any stretch of the imagination. But I think there is something to say about that protection that, you know, if you send an email to someone, you know, especially a new email, ours is set up, it'll flag the email and be like, hey, hey, this person is not a member of your organization. Do mm-hmm. you really want to send this email? Or it'll say this comes from an external organization. And, you'll, and, you know, I think people are starting to see that more often, especially with phishing attempts, as they get, you know, as they get more, um, as they get more uh, complex. People are saying, hey, this, this looks legit, but it's not from, it's not from our organization. And, and that's, yeah. some, that's just something that can help you out, too, um, in the fact that if you have a domain and someone miss if somebody misspells your name, you can get that, that wrong email set up to where it will, you know, instead of just getting thrown back in the customer's face, like, Hey, this person, you know, he, he, he doesn't live here anymore. or He never existed in the first place. You can kind of get it set up to where it's a little bit softer. You know, it doesn't bounce back in their face and you might be able to collect it. But if you're just sending it out to Gmail, it just goes out and it just goes out literally into space. And, you know, if you have the wrong email address, if you're just, you just lost a customer because if someone's like, okay, I can get past all of that. And especially if you have a name and numbers and stuff, don't mm-mm. you just, it's time. It's time for you to just come on down and just spend that, you know, little three, $4 a month and just get yeah. this over with. And you don't even have to, you know, we've been talking about it, about working it through Gmail. If you have your own domain name and uh, it's with a, a hosting company. There will be instructions on their knowledge base or in their FAQ about how to set it up in a variety of ways. You could just use your software that came with your your OS on your computer, your, your Apple Mail or your Windows Mail or your Outlook. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't have to be Gmail. It 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 could be as simple as you set it up in Mail on your iPhone or your Android, and it works through there. Uh, it or you could route it through Gmail or Yahoo or uh, any of the other services that are, out, that are out there. There are lots of options. Is I guess the point I'm making. Yeah, and, that is, yeah, that yeah. There's web. I mean, there's web based email because I mean, generally, yeah. you know, we've been around long enough to where it was just mail dot whatever your domain name is, and that would take you to that would take you to your mail server, and you can log in from there. But you're absolutely right. If you, if you've got any kind of any kind of legitimate. Um, any type of legitimate web hosting uh, domain service, they're going to offer mail as an add-on because it's, I mean, it's easy for them because really who's using gigabytes of space for mail other than me. Um, And, and to your point about, you know, being, if if you're a tech person or or not, you should be able to just call the support line for whoever you registered that domain through. And they will probably take the three minutes and walk you through it. It's, you know, this is not, it's not complex. Uh, it might feel complex, 
for people who you know don't do this kind of stuff. But if you paid for a service from the domain registrar, they're they're gonna help you use it, right? Like they're it's they're not gonna right. They they want you to keep stay with them and keep paying them their money every every year. So if you want to set up your email address to go to your iPhone or your laptop or your Gmail or whatever, and you can't figure it out on your own in, in 10 minutes, call your service provider and they will literally walk you through it. And, you know, 10 minutes later, after you, you know, get through to a human being, your email will be set up and it'll be professional and it'll, it'll, you know, give you, kind of a trusted feel with your through your communications with your customers, your suppliers, all the people you, you know, communicate and do business with. Yeah, and and especially, you know, if it's if it's you, first name, first name, last name. I mean, a lot of times, you know, I get away with first name uh, because there's I mean, the the other Jason that kind of helps us with financing, he's kind of set up a little bit differently. But first name, last name, especially if you're, you know, if you are, if you come into this and, you know, there's a couple people in there, something simple, don't put numbers because just think about every business email that you have ever seen and just replicate yeah. that. Just 